Good evening, everyone. Before you take your seats, high five naman dyan. Left, right, front, back. Good uh, evening. I'm Larry, one of the pastors here in Victory Green Hills. It's a joy to uh, be invited once again. Uh, I'm already, what do you call this? I'm stationed at our, at our Every Nation building uh, by being the, the, uh, doing admin works there. But then um, I praise God for Pastor Francis, who once in a while who would call on me, especially now that he's in New Zealand. Okay, nasa New Zealand po siya ngayon. And uh, he's celebrating their 10th. Uh, Pam and, and, and Pastor Francis are celebrating the 10th year anniversary. Please do pray for, our, uh, for your pastors. Uh, hindi po biro yung, yung trabaho na ginagawa ng, mga, uh, ng ating mga pastor. And uh, thank you. Thank you for praying for them. Uh, I'm sure pagbalik niya, sobrang dami na naman yung stories. And uh, sana nakalimutan niya na si Cardo. Kasi nasa New Zealand na siya. No? Alam ko, sawang-sawa na kayo sa mga cardo provinciano stories niya. Okay? Um, how many of you, um, yung, yung iba talaga nakaka-relate, yung iba talaga nasusukan na, no? I'll tell him that, okay? I can see your face. How many of you, you've actually followed the whole, the whole series? Naumpisahan na, 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 na nyo hanggang ngayon? Okay, taas na kamay. Okay, may, may premyo yan. Hindi, si Lord magbibigay ng premyo sa inyo. Okay, um, yeah, this is a... This, uh, this wonderful series, uh, we actually started this series last year pa, if you, if you notice it. Middle of la- last year, af- right after prayer and fasting, we also had a series on the gospel. And now it's something about the gospel also. And, and, and it's good that we, we saw different stories, uh, those, those different stories in the book of Luke. Okay, remember the first, two, the first two Sundays, we talked about the widow. The widow, the crying widow who lost, the mourning widow who lost a son, and then last week talked about the sinful woman who was actually forgiven. And today we're going to be talking about the blind beggar, okay? And uh, what I love about this series is that um, we would actually see people who encountered Jesus Christ, okay, not just encountered, in a, uh, encountered Jesus Christ, led to transformation, and they didn't stop there, okay? Right after being led to transformation, actually proclaimed the gospel and the whole town or the whole community got actually saved. My prayer is that that's, that, that's us. Lahat po tayo yun. Na hindi lang natin ninais na pumunta sa simbahan para matuto. This is not a classroom. This, it's not a classroom. What we learn here should be applied out there. And maybe some of you are thinking, Pastor, paano kaya apply sa labas kung ako nga buhay ko mismo? The journey that I am in right now is not, is not that great. That's why we hang on again to the promise of the gospel. That's why the title is Grace Changes Everything. You might not be perfect now, but again, grace is sufficient for you, for each one of us. That's a promise. I, I do believe that's, that's among the very, very, siguro top five verses that I've ever uh, uh, memorized. That grace, His grace, not our grace. Okay? Not, not our grace. If we rely only on our grace, guess what? Kukulangin po yun. You won't finish the, stray, the, the race strong, but you have to hang on to His grace. His grace that is sufficient for us. Ibig sabihin na sufficient, never-ending. Kasi kung sa pera lang, kung isipin mo sa pera lang, kung isipin mo sa dunong mo lang, kung isipin mo sa good looks mo lang, tinry ko na yung good looks, ha? <laughs> Ma-question kayo yung mukha nyo. E, tinry, ko na, tinry ko na rin lahat. Guess what? It doesn't change anything. Only His grace. Is sufficient. And when you say it's sufficient, it's never ending. Never ending. Um, we're going to look at the life of uh, 
this blind beggar. Okay, maybe some of you, you've, you've read through this, nabasa nyo na siya, it's a, it's a good story. Uh, trivia, trivia. This actually is uh, probably, as recorded in the Bible, the very last miracle of Jesus. The very first miracle is the wedding at Cana. And this probably is the last recorded. Last recorded. Okay, uh, in reverence to God's word, can I ask everybody to stand? Let's read the word of God and let's... Let's pray. Let's open, open this service with a prayer. As he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. And hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what this meant. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, Recover your sight, your faith has made you well. And immediately, he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God and all the people. When they saw it, gave praise to God. Let's pray. Father, may this be just more than a story for us. Father, I pray, Lord, that we will actually find our place in this story and be humble enough to admit, be humble enough if we need to repent. But Lord, I pray, Lord, that you are working, working something in our hearts, Father. Transform us. Use this word, use this preaching of your word. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody say, amen. Let me take your seats. I'm sorry, due to some technical difficulties, there you go. Okay, context. There was, hey, I don't know if you've seen the movie Vantage Point, but it's one of the nice... Nice movie that I like. I, I, I love those uh, uh, politically thrilling uh, plots to watch. Okay, this this movie Vantage Point. It, it was actually um, set in, in in Europe, and somebody somebody like assassinated. Uh, or no, actually bombed bombed a square where uh, a, a political leader was, and they they had witnesses everywhere, of course, and they took a, I, I believe three or four vantage points to show show us the viewers actually what happened. Okay, the vantage point from the bomber, the vantage from, from a tourist, the vantage point from, from, uh, from uh, uh, a police official. So, iba-iba siya, iba-ibang vantage point. What I love about the, the, that we showed, it actually showed that we sometimes, when we see things, we have our own personal biases. Tama ba? It's, it's, it's just according to one vantage point. My prayer is that as we go through this, this uh, not movie pala, sabi ko movie, story, story in the Bible, that we would look at the different uh, vantage point from, di- from di- different characters. Different characters. The three characters. First is a blind man. A blind man who was just sitting by the road. Blind beggar. Okay? Just sitting by the road. It, it, it's hard. Um, it's like double whammy. He's not just blind. He's also a beggar. Pwede naman kasing blind, pero not a beggar. Maybe if somebody was taking care of him. He won't be a beggar, okay? 
But this person, blind na, bulag na, beggar pa, double whammy. And it, it, it talks about, it, it actually points to so many things. Maybe because uh, even his family has turned his back on him. Why? If he's just blind, pero may family siya, pwede naman siyang kupkupin to be with him, right? But no, he's a beggar. He's left on the street all alone, like an outcast. And you know, those times, there are actually lots of blind people because, of course, wala pang vitamins and, 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 and sickness is prevalent. So people become, become blind. Become blind. But then, uh, there's also a myth or, or, or some wrong misconceptions that if you are blind, maybe it's because you sinned. Or, if you're born blind, maybe it's because of your father's sin that caused you to be blind or your mother's sin that caused you to be blind. So you're like treated like an outcast. Double whammy, so to speak. Pagtitignan mo to, a blind beggar is actually very helpless. Helpless. Left alone to, in, in, in the society to rot. Talagang wala na. Uh, wala nang pag-asa talaga. And then there's the vantage point of the crowd. At this time, uh, when e- wherever, wherever Jesus is, a big crowd follows him. Okay? He's already famous. Kilala na siya. Why? Uh, kilala na siya because of his miracles, left and right. He's the, the ministry. Actually, at this point, he, was, he just had a ministry in Galilee, and he was going to attend a pass, the Passover in Jerusalem. That's why he passed by Jericho. So, so when, when, when the blind man on the street, beggar on the street, can, can you just imagine? He's on the floor. Hindi na siya nakatayo. Nakahugo siya. Sumisigaw siya ng uh, arms of pulubi ako. Ano? ano bang arms sa Tagalog? Almosal. Ha? Palimos. There you go. Palimos. Hingi na palimos. Hingi barya. He was hearing a crowd. Hearing a crowd following. And that's not usual. It's actually quite unusual. So he asked that question. Who is, who, who, who is there? Why is there a crowd? Then the crowd said, Oh, it's Jesus of Nazareth who is passing by. Jesus of Nazareth. Hang on to that word. Jesus of Nazareth. That time when you actually refer to a person, it's, example, uh, ako na lang. Larry of Quezon City or John of Kaloocan. You would be referred by your name and then where you came from. Okay? But the, the, the blind beggar I don't know if it was a mistake. He said, no, he didn't call him Jesus of Nazareth. He said, Jesus, son of David. This blind person, though he was actually blind, have heard of Jesus as the son of David. Maybe some of us, oh yeah, okay. Okay, pastor, son of David, good. So what's, what's unusual about the son of David? Son of David, if you go back to all the way to your, to your Old Testament in 2 Samuel uh, chapter 7, it would tell us about the lineage of the Messiah. Remember, Romans, ano to, Roman era, they were, wait, they were already so anxious for a king. Why? They were being persecuted left and right. Hard labor, uh, hardship, pinapa, uh, um, pinapahirapan sila. Not only, not only that, talaga mga tao pinapatay, especially when you're a Christian, and they were looking and waiting for a Messiah who they heard they read would come from the lineage of as the son of David. And they knew, this blind person knew all along that it is Jesus Christ. 
early on, early on, he knew. Narinig lang niya, I'm reminding you, he's blind. He's on the floor. And he knew. Once he heard, it's Jesus of Nazareth who's passing by. That's Jesus. It talks about already his faith. His faith that he's been waiting for. And he knew all along that this is the person who would actually take him out of his misery. And then the crowd, you know, vantage point, no, 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 no blind beggar, no. Now, now the vantage point of the crowd. What did the crowd do? The crowd who could see, the crowd who was already with Jesus. Told you, di ba? Galing siyang Galilee, galing siyang probably yung iba narinig pa nila or nakita nila from Nazareth what he did from Canaan, the miracles, left and right, and then kasama nila. But what did the crowd do? The crowd silenced the beggar. You know, this part, it took me a while to get through this part when I was preparing for this. Because I had to search, I had to think, and I had to ask myself, am I like that? Am I? As a pastor now, as a Christian for 12, 13 years, have I become a part of the crowd that would silence somebody who needs help? Remember, the Bible said Jesus came to seek the lost, the weak, the sick, the poor, the widow. So, pag tinignan mo yung blind beggar, helpless blind beggar, who should have helped, who should have helped him? Probably the crowd. The crowd have heard of his teaching, have seen all the miracles. But what did they do? They silenced him. They rebuked him. They said, stop that. Makita dadaan si Jesus. Dungis-dungis mo Baho-baho mo He's not going to give you money. But this beggar, you know what? This beggar, the blind beggar, he has nothing to give. Eh. He's nothing to give. All he have is, wala na. No family, no money. Beg- remember begging, no, not even sight. Probably health. But he shouted all the more. Because of his faith. Remember his faith that he knew, this is Jesus, the son of David. This is Jesus, the Messiah. So he shouted all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David. Can, can, can you imagine? Put yourself there. A lot of people, there's a crowd. Jesus, the only one walking. Those streets were not actually paved. They're cobbled streets. And a lot of people were walking. Maingay crowd. But he still yelled at the very top of his voice. Son of David, have mercy on me. Mercy. Mercy is, is, is big here. He's not only asking, Jesus, Jesus, pengin barya. Jesus, Jesus, uh, pansinin mo ko. He's literally asking him, asking if God would take his life, take his life. Or God would prolong his life, prolong his life. You know why? During those times, it was already an act of rebellion when you say that you're a Christian. The, another vantage point of the crowd is maybe they're silencing that blind beggar so that hindi po sila mapapansin. Why? They're scared. Some of us, 
some of us who follow Jesus, at times, we're actually scared to proclaim it or scared to demonstrate it. Or sometimes, yung pagiging Christian natin nasa social media lang. It, it, it can be. I, I don't know. Different vantage points. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to place yourselves where you are. We go through different seasons. We go through different stuff. And di po ako manguhula where you are right now. But for that blind beggar, it was a desperate call. He was desperate. I don't care whether I'd be thrown to jail because of rebellion. I'd be cut. My head be cut. But it's okay. It's okay. Because I know that only Him, only that Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus, the Son of David, can rescue me. Vantage point. Place yourselves where you're nearest or place yourself where you are. It's a desperate call. Merriam-Webster Dictionary um, describes desperation as the feeling when you have lost almost all hope. At least my almost, no? Feeling when you have lost almost all hope. And uh, doing some research, these are the things that, uh, the top five that makes us desperate during this time, in, in this time. Relationships. Whether you have a relationship, you're into a relationship, you don't have a relationship, or your relationship is complicated. Uh, it makes you desperate, makes people desperate. Money. Makes people, makes people desperate. We have seen so many stuff on, on money. Makes people desperate. Work. Work. Makes you desperate. Desperate to perform. Desperate for a new boss. They're desperate because you want promotion. Status. Status in life. Because you can't match up or kulang. Makes you desperate. I was surprised that among the top five is social media. Social media. You're desperate because you see people there. Bakit siya? Ako hindi. Di ba? Bakit ang ganda ng mga posts niya? Di ba? Ba't may kaakbay siya? It makes, makes us desperate. And what do people do when, 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 when people are desperate? Suicide. And some people who are desperate for stuff sometimes turns to crime. Some people turns to drugs or even to sex or even lies. Let's go back to the blind beggar. Yeah. Have you experienced being blind? If it's yung blindness kasi such as physical, it's also spiritual blindness. Sometimes um, we can actually see, physically see, but then spiritually we're blind. I, I, I remember one time, um, years back, I have a problem with my eyes. And uh, there were times that, uh, that, that um, because of, let me nanunuyo yung mata ko, because of the, uh, I don't know, maybe the fluids in my eyes had problems. So there were times that I could hardly open my eyes. It, it would actually cost me, cost me like momentary blindness. Okay, even sometimes I open my eyes, it doesn't only hurt, but I can't see anything. Okay, and then one time I went to pick up my girlfriend, who was my, my, my wife now, uh, from her school. And um, on the way home, I said, 
I could not drive. Okay, I could not drive. I want you. I want you to drive. Okay, I want. I want. I want you to drive. Okay. Uh, paki guide lang ako. Okay. Kaya namuntik ako na hulug sa stage. Eh. So I'm. I'm gonna. So I. I. I was just closing my eyes. I said, "Yet you. You drive. Take the keys. You drive." And 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 she was. She was driving. And you know sometimes when when um. When you're, when you're locked looking, I, I don't know if you've experienced this, maybe you're in the car and then you're taking a nap, you close your eyes. Sometimes, parang ambilis, di ba? Parang it, everything goes fast and you just hear stuff and everything's like zooming. It's like uh, times two the speed. Times two or times three the speed. And, and I, I, I had my eyes closed and said, what's going on? I just, I just hear blaring horns. Alam mo, busina lang, busina everywhere. Peep, 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 peep. And then, and then, Ang sakit po nito, okay? It really hurts, but when I, I, I opened my eyes a bit, okay? There I saw, um, yet my girlfriend then, who I married now, driving in the opposite side of the road. Okay? Yung binubusinahan pala siya. Okay? Binubusinahan na siya. Okay? So, nagulat po ako, okay? Right then and there, I, 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 I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, and sabi ko mamamatay na ako. The Lord save me. Di pa ako kami Christiano nun. That, that that's not true, but um, yeah, she was on the opposite side and said, "Pull over, pull over." I don't know if you you felt blindness, but um, sometimes yung darkness is 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 your life, the life that you live. I I came from a retreat. Recently came from a retreat. Uh, two, uh, three days, two night retreat. Where, uh, parang blind, walang gadgets. Okay, it's just focusing on God. No gadgets. Get it? God, gadgets. Okay, hindi, hindi. Corny daw. Okay lang, corny rin kanine. Corny pa rin ngayon. Um, one of the lessons is teaching us how to breathe. Maybe you're not um, in the dark or you're not blind now, but because of situation, Alam mo, hindi ka na makahinga. Yung desperate, yung, yung desperate na hinga mo. And, uh, and suddenly, I remembered this. Uh, we were going through LAX, coming from the Worldcon. Yung pabalik kami, this is in LA. May tunnel eh, pagbasok mo doon, nakalagay, everyone's going through something. Sabi ko, uy, everyone's going through something. Sabi ko, ganda, okay, well, what's that? And then when I check, it's actually um, a hotline where you could call, you could email if you need prayer. And some people who are out of desperation are on the last straw in their life. Some people even thinking about committing, committing suicide. They don't know where to call. I don't know what your vantage point is, but then um, there's hope in Christ. In Lamentations 3.21, 23 says, this I recall to mind, therefore I have hope. The first part there is very important. You have to recall to mind. What does that mean? Hindi yung tatawag ka lang, bubukas ka lang ng Bible mo kung emergency na. Yung Bible kasi, hindi siya, it's not like a, uh, break the glass in case of emergency that you use during emergencies. You call to mind what you have read. You call to mind because you have started a relationship with God. You call to mind what He promised you. That's why now you call call to mind. And then you put on hope on that. And it said, The Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. 
Get His faithfulness. There's a covenant. There's a covenant that was given 2,000 years ago. The mercy plea here is actually a covenant that was made to uh, Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac. Yung pinagpaprewa natin. Yung sinabi natin na, oh, good story in the Old Testament. Kung paano nilabas sa Egypt, paano nilabas, paano nilabas sa promised land, tapos nagkaroon ng Jesus, it is the same covenant that we have now. The mercy that the blind beggar was asking, mercy, mercy. Alam mo yung blind beggar? Ano? He asked for mercy. He's saying, Lord, in all humility, I repent, I repent. Mercy is a powerful word. Why? Because only God can give us mercy. Blind beggar, pag may lumapit, pwedeng bariya ang bigay. But he knew all along that only Jesus, the Son of David, the Messiah, can give mercy. What's mercy? Mercy is unmerited faith. Mercy is you don't actually deserve it, but I give it to you. Example, sino mga magulang dito? Raise your hands. Diba? Yung anak nyo, bumagsak. Lahat ng grade, lahat ng grade pula. Lahat ng grade F. Diba? Lahat ng grade F. Lowest of the lowest. Tapos paglapit, okay anak, dinoble ko ang allowance. Diba? Imbis na, ano bibigay mo? Dinoble allowance. Yun yung, yun yung, we don't actually deserve it. But God gave it to us. And only Jesus. And only through Jesus. God gave us mercy. Mercy is actually one of the most powerful attribute of God. And here, the, the, the blind beggar is demonstrating desperate faith. Alam niya, ito yung last stroke. Alam niya, ito yung only stroke. He knows this. And we, he knew that he had to pursue God more. Son of David, have mercy on me. In desperate moments, we have to put our trust in a faithful God. Not on our bank account, not on our wisdom that is limited, not in our own, the Bible said, in our own understanding, but in desperate moments. Trust and hope. Put our hope. Pin our hope on a faithful God. And if you see a faithful God, he would never leave you nor forsake you, the Bible says. And a faithful God, trust in me, he said, and I will make everything for you. And a faithful God, I am your strong tower. Ibig sabihin, pag may dilubyo sa buhay, I am your strong tower. I am, your, I am the source of your everything. I am the alpha and the omega, the, the beginning and the end. That is a faithful God. In... Um, Hebrews 10.23 said, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. We don't just profess it in our social media, in, we, alam, in, in our victory group. Pastor, nag-victory group ako. Pastor, lahat ng service inatendan ko. Umpisa kay Pastor Edgar, Pastor Dave, Pastor Dennis, Pastor Francis. Minemorize ko ba lahat ng preaching nila? Victory group, lahat ng victory group sinalihan ko na. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, nag-victory group ako. Pag nagko-communion, dinodoble ko. Dalawa iniinom kong cup. Dalawang bread iniinom ko, nag-uuwi pa ako. Pag nagta-tights, nako, tinitingnan ko yung katabi ko. Kung pagana binigyan niya, dinodoble ko. Not in our unswerving, not hold on, on things that are unswerving, but put our hope in God. Put our hope on our Abba Father, the one who gave us His Son, to be our hope, to be our living hope. 
Let's continue. Jesus stopped and went and asked the blind beggar to be brought to him. Ito, tricking question ito. What do you want me to do for you? Parang, Lord, ano ba ibig sabihin nito? Nag-research pa ako. Lord, trick question ba to? Nakita mo naman na blind siya, di ba? Nakita mo naman na beggar siya. But why? Why did he ask this? I do believe it's Jesus. Balik tayo sa vantage mo. No? It's, it's two, three different vantage points here. First, Jesus wants the blind beggar to profess what he actually needs. Alam naman ni God, ni Jesus eh. Pero gusto niya marinig. Faith is an inward conviction that brings about an outward action. Faith, you need to be humble. In, in, in faith, you have to understand where you are, accept where you are, and be humble enough and repent. And then, a manifestation would come out. Meron pong lalabas. Yung faith, kailangan may action. Sabi rin po sa book of James, faith without action is dead. Something has to be seen. So Jesus was actually listening. What do you want? My sight. Different vantage point also is, I do believe Jesus is also teaching the crowd. Remember, the crowd was with him all the while. The crowd is there watching. It's a learning moment for the crowd and also a teaching moment for Jesus. He wants the crowd to learn that you have to put your faith in action. Remember, it was the crowd who rebuked the blind beggar. Stop there. Don't meddle with Jesus. We're going somewhere. We're going to go Passover. We're just passing Jericho. So stay there. Jesus is actually teaching them now. Look at this person who has nothing. Yet he believes in me. Yet he knows I'm the Messiah. Yet he put his faith on me. We believe Jesus is, is calling us, each and every one of us. In different seasons of our life, he's calling us. My son, my daughter, where are you? My son, my daughter. Who do you put your faith in? My son and daughter, where are you now? Moving on, he said, Lord, let me recover my sight. I believe that he has seen before. I believe that he, he's saying now, he could have said, Lord, give me some change, some money. Lord, para naman gumaan yung buhay ko. He knew only Jesus could give him what nobody else could give. His sight back. No doctor, no no one can give what Jesus gave, but heal him. But it did not stop there. What was lost? And Jesus said, recover your sight. Your faith has made you well. Six times in this short passage, it mentions sight, sight, sight. When you dig deeper, it's not only the physical sight that's being attributed here. Why? Because the crowd could actually see. The crowd experienced Jesus, His miracles. They were following Him. Being part of the Howie boys, being, being part of the crowd, that talagang magusto namin makakita ng more. And yet there's something not right with the crowd. It's more than the, the physical sight. It's the spiritual sight. 
Where are you in your walk? Where are you in your faith? I'm not asking how many victory groups you attend. Kung nag-victory weekend na kayo. By the way, we have a victory weekend, September 7 and 8. Sign up if you need to sign up. Finish your one-to-one if you need to finish your one-to-one. It's not that. It's not that. You know, faith actually precedes sight. Jesus could heal. When we pray for somebody now, it, alam namin, when we ask in Jesus' name, mahihil yan. But faith precedes sight. You have to ask it first. You have to long for it first. You need to know that He is the Son of David, the Messiah. Just like that, His sight was given. Um, I don't know if there's any more desperate story that I heard about a person than this person that I'm going to call on stage. Um, she's a very good friend of 13, 14 years. Um, I've known her be- even before I was a I was a Christian. Um, kita nyo, no? Makita nyo yung buho ko doon at saka uh, kung gano'n na kami katagal magkakilala. And um, I do believe that uh, in times of death, alam mo yun, I, I do believe yun yung pinaka-ultimate, eh, di ba? Na talagang, sometimes gano'n tayo eh. At the very point of death, saka lang natin kinukaw si Lord. Napasin nyo ba yun? There are even stories na, okay, right before they gave, they, they, they died, then they gave their, their life to Jesus. Sometimes it's that desperate. And I'm going to invite Lisa, one of our Victory Group leaders, to share her tos- testimony on stage. Lisa? Grabe, wala ka pang sinasabi, may palakpa ka na. Ako kanina pa dito, walang palakpak. <laughs> then, yeah. Go ahead. yeah, I've known Pastor Larry and yet for quite some time now, even before he became a pastor, I wasn't a Christian then, yet, and Larry, Pastor Larry really reached out to me and my husband. We were separated then, and we were separated for three years, and now we are restored. Anyway, that's not the, my story to tell, actually, tonight. Um, about 2009, uh, we were childless for 17 years, my husband and I, and one, uh, a lady, who was only 17 years old then, had two daughters. The other one, um, she couldn't take care of her, so she asked me if I could take care of her, so I did. So about two days palangsha with me, I asked Pastor Larry to dedicate her. He was a new, he was a new pastor then, Yan. I missed that hair. Yeah, yeah. And that's Sophia, and that's her mother. Okay. And then... Um, we noticed that there was something coming out of her ears, so we immediately brought her to the hospital. She had otitis media that wasn't healed properly, so it went to her brain. Nagkaroon siya ng sepsis meningitis. Um, she was having seizures. The doctor said, you know, it's okay for as long as we contain it to 12 minutes. More than 12 minutes, it's going to be a problem. She was having 45-minute seizures nonstop. Because of that, she had to go undergo lumbar top. She had to take all these very strong medicines to control the seizure. And the doctor told me, ma'am, she now has cerebral palsy. She will not be normal. She cannot walk. She cannot talk. She cannot hear because it has re- severely damaged her brain. Yeah. When um, we had to move her to the ICU, at that time, my husband and I, we just got back together. And we were financially, we had financial struggles at that time. And we took her in. And we brought her to Cardinal Santos because that was the closest one to our place. 
I didn't know na ganoon pala kamahal. The doctor told us, prepare one to two million. At that time, we were so desperate. I said, bahala na. We sold everything we had just to, and, and asked help from our, our, our friends here in church and from people to help her, to help us with the finances, um, to help her with all the medical bills. And I called Pastor Larry. I said, Pastor Larry, the doctor told me, wala na. Her eyes, it doesn't, uh, her, her pupils weren't moving anymore, practically brain dead. The nun came from Cardinal and did the, light, uh, the last rites. And they said, call your pastor. This, this is it. We signed the waiver already. Pastor Larry came. I remember Pastor Larry, naka-shorts. Kakagising mo lang. Kakahatid ko lang sa bata. It walang was ligo, very walang early in the morning. Yes, yet, and Uy. Pastor Larry came. Isang tawag ko lang, they came. And they, they were with us. And I said, Pastor Larry, this is it. You already signed the waiver. I think she's gonna be gone anytime soon. And um, Pastor Larry came. He, he prayed. He prayed for Sophia then. Her mother was there. But she was so young. She was only 17. So she, she really didn't know what to do. Pastor Larry came and did the, the, the prayer for her. And when he left, Two minutes later, the doctor came in. Pause muna. Okay. Um, very new as a pastor. <laughs> Sabi ko, okay, last rites. Minemorize ko pa. Tumawag pa ako. Pastor Tito, ano nga yung last rites? Binigay sa akin last rites. It's actually a simple prayer. Lord, we commit, uh, thank you Lord for the life of Sophia. We commit to you now uh, this life. Uh, thank you for the fruitfulness. Ganun lang. And then in Jesus' name, Wala pong lumabas. Hindi po talaga kaya. I, I, I knew what to say. I know what to say. It doesn't come, it didn't come out. Naging, her brother, Randall, a good friend of mine was there. Uh, mga kapatid niya doon. You know what we did? We prayed hard. Warfare, warfare prayer. Nabaliktad ho. Imbis na commit, Lord, we know, Lord God, that this is, this is not the destiny you have for Sophia. We claim her life right now. Lord, naging ganun, warfare. And then, play. And then, um, when he left, the doctor came in. You know what happened? She opened her eyes and smiled. So that was a miracle then. So I called Pastor Larry. Pastor Larry, you will not believe what happened. So because we couldn't anymore afford the medical bills, we moved her to a public hospital. And there she stayed for three weeks. She became well, so the mother told me, Ate, I cannot take care of her. Please take her in muna. So we took her in. After a few days, she had fever. So I brought her back to the hospital. She had dengue and pneumonia. Sabay. So she was there for the next eight days. And at that time, the mother had to go to work. And I was, I was the one taking care of Sophia. When she got well, I brought her home. Okay, come back after a week for your checkup. During her checkup, they measured her head. She had hydrocephalus. You know, at that time, I didn't, we really did not know anymore what to do. We were yeah. emotionally, physically, yeah. and financially drained already. But God just told us, just go. She has a purpose in your life. Yeah. So, laban, laban, laban lang kami. 
after a, a few days, we brought her back to the hospital. The time that they were going to drain her, her brain, the, the water wasn't there anymore. Supernaturally, she was healed from hydrocephalus. She was with us for the next few months. After five months, she was going to therapy. After five months, she had another episode of seizure, and we found out that she had ep epilepsy. You know, church, kakabalikan lang namin ang husband ko nun. Financially, we were really struggling. But we had, we had a family here in church. They were with us throughout our journey. Some financial, some they were really just holding the ropes with us. They were praying with us. And I think that was, I think that was really what really helped us yeah, true. really overcome and really just had peace despite of the situation that we were going through. Right now, after that, I now have a nine-year-old daughter and um, 11 years restored to my husband. And we have also have a foster daughter now. Yeah. So God and is indeed faithful. And um, yeah, you can give God praise. What reminded me of that story is that because we knew all along that she couldn't, you could, she couldn't. Um, she couldn't walk. She couldn't Wala. walk. Couldn't tapos, talk and couldn't uh, hear. Couldn't hear. Uh, sometimes when we saw glassy lang siya. And then yung walk, because her feet are ano tawag? Club. Naka club. So club foot. She doesn't, her foot is not straight, talagang naka-side lang. And then, paalis kami nun eh, ng asawa ko, biglang ito, pinaiyak ako. <laughs> Mukha kong eng-eng mag-isa ako sa mga isa airport na sined niya sa akin yung picture. Uh, video, uh, she showed me this video. Um, yeah, we still get her now. She's back with her parents, look, with her mother, but we borrow her from time to time. The doctor said she couldn't walk. Come here. She's walking. And she could hear. And she studies in a regular school. She studies in a regular school. How desperate. Di mga magulang dito. Yung mga anak dito. Alam nyo, minsan, sobrang desperate kami. <laughs> minsan, lumuluhod kami. It, it, how desperate can you be? But our Abba Father is always there for us. Thank, thank you, Liza. Yes. This is now their beautiful family. Um, ngayon, ko lang na, ngayon ko lang napansin yung dalawa ginawa mo kong ninong. No? Inaanak ko rin yung dalawa. <laughs> Sometimes out of desperation. But do you still have to wait for that desperate moment to call on God, to rely on her, on Him? I don't know what, what's, what you're going through, but then whether you're part of the crowd, part of or you, the blind beggar, but same vantage point that doesn't change. Jesus is the son of David, the Messiah, the Lord of Lords, the name above all names, our healer, our restorer, our hope, living hope. That is Jesus Christ. Let's, let's close this. And I, I'm going to ask the worship team to come up. And immediately, he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. The blind beggar has a name. His name is Bartimaeus. If you, if you research it, Bartimaeus, in the book of Mark, tsaka, tsaka nilagay yung pangalan dun. Upon research, 
we figured out why. Okay? Nagkaroon siya ng pangalan. Hindi lang siya widow, hindi lang siya boy, or hindi lang siya parang armored bearer no kay Jonathan. May pangalan siya Bartimaeus because he became famous. Why did he become famous? Because of his story. Can you imagine? I was the blind. Now I see. Uy, I remember you. You didn't give me any change when I asked. Hindi pala pwede yun. No? Kasi blind nga siya. Blind siya. <laughs> so hindi pwedeng naalala niya yung person. But I'm, I'm that stinky guy on the road. Now I see. Who made me well? The one that you call Jesus of Nazareth is actually Jesus, son of God. Son of David. He became famous. And he became famous proclaiming God. You know, my prayer is that now that we have transformed lives, because of our transformed lives, now we preach Jesus. Sometimes, di mo nga kailangan i-preach eh. But when, Jesus, when people see that hope in you, they would want that hope. They would want that living hope. In Next slide. Boom. In Colossians 1, 27-38, said, God has chosen you to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you. What we have to profess is Christ in me. Can you say that? Christ in me. Christ in me. Christ in me means now I am bold and courageous. Christ in me say, means I am an overcomer. Christ in me means... I have the name above all names. Christ in me means Abba is my Father. Christ in me means He never, He will never leave me nor forsake me. Christ in me means I can do all things because He gives me strength, because His grace is sufficient, because I am in Christ. Hope glory. We proclaim Him, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may pre- present everyone perfect in Christ. Can I ask everybody to stand up? Lord, can I ask the worship team to come on stage? Father, wherever we are, Lord, meet us. Maybe some of us, we have to repent and turn of turn our ways. Maybe some of us, we have to stop running because we're running away. We're not running to you. Maybe some of us, we need to be full in the Spirit. Maybe some of us, though we see, we are blind. But Lord, I pray right now, Lord, Search our hearts. Search our hearts right now. Search our hearts, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that your peace transcends all understanding. Thank you, Lord, that your love, Lord God, is in hope. Your love, Lord, casts out fear. Your love, Lord God, never ceases and doesn't end. Let's worship God.